Well, hello and welcome to Toby Wit. My name is Toby, host of this podcast. This podcast is part of a wider effort to keep members of the Red Deer College community in the loop about great services and events happening on campus. Now, joining me today is a very, very special guest of mine. He's I've known him for a couple years now, and for all intents and purposes, we know we've hung out many times and played ping pong once or twice. It is my pleasure to introduce Turbin Anderson, Dean of Arts and Sciences. Hi, Toby. It's uh, really great to meet with you today. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So let's let's go right into it. Tell us a little about yourself. Well, um, I have been at Red Deer College a very long time. I came to Red Deer College in 1982 to teach economics. I wasn't uh, even born then. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty young. Uh, but uh, yes, that's why, why we first came to Red Deer. And uh, I did that for quite a lot of years. And uh, I became a department chair after a while in humanities and social sciences, and uh, then about 12 years ago I uh, became a dean on a one-year job and found out I really enjoyed that work quite a lot. Wow. And so uh, so I've been a dean uh, since then. That, no, that's that's really good. That's really good. And I, I mean, uh, you know, sometimes that just happens. You give something a try and before you know it, you actually like it. Well, that's right. A lot of that has happened to me at Red Deer College, and that's one of the things that I really love about about Red Deer College is that the number of opportunities that it's given me to to try different things, explore different interests, uh, contribute in different areas has been really, really uh, satisfying. Nice. And I mean, the, the motto is, you know, when you get here, you understand. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. So you're, you're the Dean of Art, uh, the School of Arts and Sciences. Can you tell us about, a little about what that means and how that translates into, you know, school student life? Sure. Yeah, the uh, School of Arts and Sciences is uh, a school that includes um, about uh, six or seven different programs. We have Bachelor of Science, Engineering, uh, CAP, which is also known as the Upgrading Program. And I've been through that program. It's an amazing program. Great. Yes. And, and it gets lots of people ready for uh, for the post-secondary level programs Absolutely. in Absolutely. a really good way. We also have Bachelor of Arts, Social Work, Media Studies and Professional Communication that's is a brand new, new program. That's new, yeah. Brand I'm new excited program. about that. I've talked to some of the teachers and the students seem to love it. So, so far, so good. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we also have Open Studies. Um, we have a large number of students in the School of Arts and Sciences who are hoping to get into a variety of other programs. Um, all told, uh, about 1,500 students in the that's, School of Arts and that's Sciences. That's a lot. I guess this is, you do, uh, the School of Arts and Sciences is one of the largest concentration of students, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've been through the Open Studies program as well. It's it's a great way to, make, to kind of just test out where you want to go and have that feeling. And I think lots of students stumble into it. And they might stumble into the health and sciences or the trades and all that stuff. But still, I'm glad the program exists. Yeah, yeah we, we think it's a pretty important part because an awful lot of students... Uh, are not sure what they what they want to do, or maybe they're waiting to get into a program because their marks are not high enough yet, or yeah, a program has yeah. been full. Uh, but uh, Open Studies gives them a chance to be uh, collecting some credits either toward that program or, or maybe towards some other uh, pathway that they end up choosing when when all is said and done. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you've kind of hinted at this, but how does uh, all this you know play into the the wider RDC community? Well, the, the School of Arts and Sciences is quite unique to the extent that the, uh, the courses that our faculty members teach are taken by 
students across the entire college. That is, that is, yeah, that's a fairly good point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, except for the uh, apprenticeship programs, uh, almost every program at the college requires students to take at least one, if not a number of courses from the School of Arts and Sciences. So if uh, students are taking a, a math class, a biology class, uh, an English class, psychology, class, psychology right? economics, yeah. many of those, those, uh, Classes are ones that are taught by faculty in in our schools. So, so uh, we're we're um, integrated um, with a lot of a lot of different schools uh, within within Red Deer College. And I think that's an amazing thing. Just even uh, talking with instructors. I mean, we have very qualified instructors here. I, you know, students often understand that our our instructors are very qualified. They've come from university backgrounds. Most of them have doctorates, and it's it's that feeling of Having that very experienced, very mature uh, instructor that's able to connect with students on that one-to-one basis, you know, I think that's something that Ready College is proud of. It's the fact that our small classroom sizes allows instructors better to connect with the students. Yeah, that that's really essential, and and it's it's I would say that characteristic of our college is is probably what drew me here and has kept me here. I, in my own career as a student uh, a long time ago. Uh, the best year of my four-year BA when I was studying was the year I spent at a community college in my in my hometown. Uh, my instructors knew who I was. They supported me. They held me accountable when I when I was missing class or not working up to my Absolutely. potential, and uh, and they really helped me you know, get me enthused about things and and ready for for what was what was down the road for me. That's beautiful. I mean, that's and that, I think that's the that quality that. You can talk to an instructor about just about anything and say, "Hey, I have a question about this topic, and it might be related to the sub to your class, or it might just be something that is in their field in general." And they will have a very deep personal conversation with you about that topic, and not say, "Oh, you know, I'll come to my office or something." I've never actually heard any students say, "Oh, no, that that professor never connected with me." So, I think, like you said, that's a very great quality we have over here. On campus, that one-on-one uh, connection with students, and the fact that, like you said, it's it's that great that ability to uh, for the instructor to hold you accountable and know mm-hmm. you can achieve more, mm-hmm. and believe in you and support you in your academics and other school-related activities, or even just life-related stuff. Well, I think that's that's very true, especially with respect to their their expertise in their, in their disciplines. So, Absolutely. you know, if you are interested in in psychology and you're you're not sure where that might take you i would really encourage you to have conversations with your psychology instructor like anami and like anami and jamie and and uh, greg and elena and all the others yeah and and each of them has a different story about what they've studied what they've specialized in um what research they undertook um in their or have undertaken or continuing to undertake in their in their careers um, many of our faculty members are are involved in uh, in research and other scholarly activities that take them out into into the local community. Yeah, and uh, even beyond that, or connect them to international yeah. communities of yeah. scholars. I mean, we have people here who are literally they are literally the world experts in their particular areas of study. And I, that's a I, beautiful thing. I think of when Carlin Levine was was uh, interviewed by the Guardian online. Uh, which is one of the three or four largest online uh, newspapers in the world about, wow. about her expertise in uh, in popular culture. 
That, no, that's and that's a, just one example. And that's just one example. Like I said, I I even uh, I talked with uh, Elena, Doctor Elena, and she had she does a guest she guest instructs in a different uh, university out in I think in Toronto or out east, and it's just that fact of she comes here and she teaches students very well, and then she gets to go to big universities and still carry the experience along. And I mean, we we were talking about instructors. How can how can students get involved? Well, I think there's there's a number of ways. I mean, if, you, if the question is how can students get involved in college life uh, for their own benefit, um, students in, in the School of Arts and Sciences have a whole array of different clubs and activities and projects that they can participate in. Some of those clubs are, are ones that are affiliated with specific disciplines. So, for yeah. example, this week the Sociology Society has a, has yeah. a table down yeah, in the forum and encouraging drive, yeah. uh, students to sign up. So. Um, then there are special events that come on campus. Last year we had in the Perspective Series, which is hosted oh, yeah. by our school, yeah, uh, the true. Department of Humanities and Social Sciences. We had yeah. Justice uh, Marie Sinclair, who chaired Canada's yeah. uh, Truth and Reconciliation Commission, and students got a chance to, uh, you know, to be in a room with him and hear him speak uh, about the experience of uh, residential schools and uh, and the legacy of of. You know, damage that that's created throughout our our country. Um, that's so. That's another example. We we have also a, from a governance perspective, uh, we have a student. Um, we actually we have room for four students this year. Oh, good! I was trying. I was going to get to that eventually. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the I saw the post about that going that's around. Right. Can you tell us more, please? Well, the the school council um, in each of Red Deer College's. Um, Six schools with academic uh, credit programs have a school council. Um, is the first level of academic governance. So, if we were to introduce a new program, uh, to change the contents of a course, um, the the school council, which is all of the faculty members and at least some of the staff members and some student representatives from that area of the college, um, they get together and and consider their proposals for those changes and nice. discuss them, debate them, and and make a formal motion and a vote to forward those proposals um, to the higher governance bodies in the college, ultimately at the Academic Council, which is, um, you, you're a former member of Academic Council. I, 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 I think I, that's I, where I we am, first am, met. Yeah. Um, and the Academic Council, which consists of administrators, uh, faculty, and students at Red Deer College, uh, then uh, make decisions on what to recommend to President Joel Ward that the college should adopt by way of new courses, programs, academic policies. So uh, within the School of Arts and Sciences, um, we consider uh, curriculum changes, program changes in our in our domain of programs and, and courses. And, and uh, I've actually already had several expressions of interest from students enjoying Wonderful. No, that's year. really good. That's really so good. For the students, for them personally, it's a, it's a fantastic opportunity to kind of get on the inside of what happens in, in an academic actually see the Actually see the gears turn exactly how it right. works out, yeah. And to be part of that. And and uh, and I think that can only um, add to their, their interest, add to their skills, and uh, obviously it's an interesting resume builder if you want to, um, you know, if you want yeah. to show future yeah. employers or if you're trying to get into competitive educational programs like medicine, uh, to be able to say I'm a person who's who's involved. I don't do things just for myself. I also I also contribute and participate. Yeah, and that's a big thing. You know, that's a big thing that often we we students lack. Sometimes we 
get here and so focused on getting that A and you know forming an GPA, we forget that there are other skill sets that we need. You know, ability to work with others, ability to lead others, be a good follower, be a good listener, all those different skills, being able to critically analyze things and debate things and look over things and just doing something that's beyond ourselves. I think those opportunities are definitely students. I know students want to get involved. I mean, I've been here three years. I've been able to see that firsthand. You just need to give them that nice push or that opportunity. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I'll try my best to follow up with that story and uh, any other opportunities that come up as well. Awesome, awesome. Well, well that's, that's great. And I, you know, I, uh, I had a chance uh, this year on the uh, orientation day to to give a welcome talk in the gym to um, several hundred of the new I, students. Yeah, I think it was six, seven hundred people. It was a huge crowd. It was a huge crowd. It was very, it's a very big crowd. And I hope from that uh, that opportunity that people will at least remember my face and will feel comfortable to stop me in the hall and say, "Hey, I, you know, tell me about this. I have a question. I." You know, I have something that I'd like to tell you about. I I really enjoy uh, meeting students. I when I left the classroom a number of years ago, it wasn't because I was tired of teaching or tired of dealing directly with students. In fact, I still miss teaching, especially on the as the classes are beginning. I, I'm envious really of those of my gear, colleagues yeah. who, who get to get in the classroom. So, so when I get to work directly with students, that's a that's a real pleasure for me. That's really no. That's wonderful to hear. Now, of course, just before we end, how can uh, how can people get in contact with you? Well, they um, they're welcome to email me at uh, torben dot anderson at rdc dot and I'll make sure to include yeah. that link in the uh, in our description. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, my office is probably the easiest way to describe it is to say it's right above the Tim Hortons. It is, that is the easiest way to describe it. <laughs> you have a great view, by That's the way. That's true. It's a major. Tim yeah. Hortons is a major landmark. Uh, yeah. Right on the second floor above yeah. that. Coffee. We all love it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I'd welcome uh, students coming to see me at any time. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And that you know, before we conclude here, would you like to add anything else or? I, I just uh, would like to say that um, we have a wonderful learning community at Red Deer College where I'm really proud to work with uh, faculty and staff who, uh, who bring tremendous talents and expertise and this uh, uh, shared commitment to, to making this a great place for all of us to, to be, whether we're here as learners or whether we're here as, uh, as employees. It's a uh, it's a very rich and rewarding and uh, fascinating place for me to have spent my, my career. I, I came here in 1982. Uh, my wife and I thought we'd try it for a year. See how it goes. Here we are. Yeah. That, no, that's a beautiful story. Thank you so much, uh, Turbin. It's, this is, it's always great hearing stories. And I mean, we, this is a part of the reason I do this. I get to hear stories from different aspects and different people about different things you know you know you've been here a couple of years and you get you've gotten to see the college evolve and change and hopefully become a polytechnic university down the road hopefully exactly. uh so it's just it's great to get this kind of story i know students definitely love hearing about these so uh yeah i mean that concludes our questions for today and like i said thank you so much turban Join us next week for another session of Toby Wit. Find us online on tobyforward.com. That's T-O-B-Y-4-W-A-R-D.com. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening.